Hello everyone, this is Insecure Black Girl, the podcast. Oh my god, I'm getting really better with the intro. Like, it's it's starting to feel less weird. I don't know why I said that. It start, it's starting to feel less, like, forced. You know what I'm saying? It start, it's starting to feel natural. But, um, I, I didn't post an episode for, like, a week. Really, it's probably gonna be a little over a week now. Almost two weeks, but I've been having really bad sinus problems i just i can't and i i didn't like how i sounded and like i really couldn't even sit down and talk without having to blow my nose every two to three seconds even right now i'm still kind of having some issues but i just i really i miss the um podcast and i don't want to get into the habit of um not filming episodes so i just am gonna power through anyway and plus i'm extremely excited about today's episode because it's about pride yay oh my god oh my god i just saw two 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 oh my god (laughs) um but yeah it's pride month happy pride to all my black gay queer folk uh i hope y'all are having a great time this month i hope I just hope y'all are having a good month. I hope I hope this month of June is really fruitful for you in whatever way you need it to be. I have a little scratch in my throat, but like I said, the show got to go on. So, yeah, happy Pride. I'm trying to think of what other announcements I have before I get into the episode. Um, oh, I just did a Pride makeup look. It's on my TikTok and my IG if you want to... Uh, if you want to see that it's so cute i had so much fun doing it and i got inspired by that girl i cannot remember her name but it's like nazara nazarus it's something like that on tiktok and i think instagram but she created the um, bright under eye trend and like the colorful under eye trend and she did a rainbow theme version and i wanted mine to look like that but it kind of came out looking more like some sunglasses like i felt like a gay superhero in my makeup so if you want to go see that it's on my page it's so cute i had so much fun and i made a video um but yeah and i dropped my i posted my jazz fest vlog on my youtube so please go check that out because that video put me through hell like it really put me through hell like I have an older computer, so like basically my computer, my computer is a girl and she do what she want to do. Like I've, I, I, you know, got all the clips on my, on my computer. I edited it, whatever, whatever. I finalized it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I didn't have enough storage. I made enough storage. Great. And then like life kind of happens. I didn't get around to like exporting the video, whatever, whatever. So, a few days passed, and I didn't open up my computer for, like, four days. I didn't touch this hole, okay? I didn't touch it. And when I left it, when I closed it, I had enough gigabytes. I had enough storage. Tell me why I opened it up. I had, like, one gigabyte left. Nothing changed. I didn't download no software. It didn't update. Like, literally nothing happened. Like, nothing happened, and I just, like didn't have any storage and then like for the next week i think my computer was like jumping back and forth from like having storage to not having storage to having storage to not having storage to having half the storage to not having any of the storage 
to having all the storage to having none of the storage. Like, it was so fucking annoying. I was, like, crying. I was literally crying. I'm not trying to guilt trip y'all or nothing, but I was crying about this video. So, I, I, the least you could do is go watch it. You know what I'm saying? It's the least you need to do. Man, fuck. But, um, yeah, I was crying. It was I was stressed out. But I was, like, I was literally playing fucking jump rope hopscotch with my fucking computer and i just had to get in when i had some storage and post it and post it thank the lord and yeah i love that video i watch it all the time because i really had such a great fucking time at jazz fest like it was so much fun aside from the pa aside from the fact that i almost passed out <laughs> it was so much fun i didn't talk about it in the video but the reason I didn't I didn't I didn't have more clips of Erica is because like the first 25 minutes in I or the first 30 minutes in I literally was about to faint and like it was packed like I, I was I was like looking to the side of me bitch it was I couldn't see nothing but people I looked to the other side the same thing and like I needed water, like I was dying, I was in a faint, and I literally had to like calm myself down and just like focus on my breathing and bring myself back. You know, I had to ground myself basically, but I made it. I I, I ended up okay. I ended up you know back up about. It felt like forever, but realistically, I probably was in a faint for like three minutes, but that shit felt like a long time. But uh, I had sat down where I was at. I grounded myself. I got back right. And I turned back up. But aside from me literally about to pass out in the middle of the concert, it was so much fucking fun. Like, it was so much fun. So go watch the video. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> or don't. I really don't care. Like. <laughs> that's how people be after they didn't like literally talk your head off about some shit but like i really don't care like you really don't have to like it is what it is you know what i'm saying but that's all the stuff that i have to say that's not pertaining to the episode um uh, i just want to kind of get into it so in this episode i wanted to discuss my own um sexuality and gender gender identity and like how i kind of got to that place of or how I got to where I am today because even as of right now whatever I may say on this episode um in two more years it may not hold no weight you know what I'm saying and in 10 more years it may not hold weight or it may still be true but I'm really really young so I'm still learning and discovering things about myself and figuring out things about my own gender identity and my own sexuality so Whatever I'm saying on here is just the conclusion I've came to as of today at 22. I may not feel like that at 32, bitch. Don't, don't, don't hold me to this. Like, really don't hold people to anything. Unless it's just, like, moral values and beliefs. Don't hold people to shit because anything is, 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 anything can change about anything. Your perspective on a lot of shit can change with age, with fucking, uh, hurt, with experience, like, a lot of shit can change so again this is just my opinion uh, well fuck this is this is just about me yeah so this this is about me and what the how the fuck i feel right right now i may not feel this way but i may feel this way either fucking way take what i say with a grain of salt and know that whatever i say is nothing and everything at the same time oh 
And some other things I'm going to talk about is um, gender binaries, gender norms, um, being black and being queer, and the history of gender fluidity a little bit, and how racism and eugenics is in the root of homophobia, and what else uh how black people have always pioneered and advocated for lgbtq plus rights um i think that's all i think that's all and it's not like a lot of stuff but um i'm really not gonna go that into in, in debt because like i don't have uh, a whole lot of actual uh, articles on people who did certain things and um like places and things like that but I do have um just knowledge that I've gained throughout like I said the course of my life and what I've seen and heard around me and what I just know and hold to be true so yeah uh the mic had cut off on me oh actually my boyfriend called me so my mic cut off but uh, I didn't even have to say that. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. I don't know. I just seen that um, video. I think it was like, who was it? It was Suki. And she was on like a podcast or some shit or a radio show. And she was like, the interviewer had asked her like, so do you love your husband or something? And she was like, yeah, that's my soulmate. Like, that's not nah, for real. That's my husband. Like, I love him. <laughs> and the bitch was like, I'm, the, the woman was like, you think you better than me? You think you better than me because you got a man? <laughs> And that's what that made me think of when I was like, well, my, actually, my mic didn't cut off. My boyfriend called me. Like, nobody asked you that. Nobody asked you that. Nobody had to know that. But whatever. So, first, I want to talk about my gender. So, I am a female. I do, uh, I do identify uh, with being a female at times. Uh sometimes I don't but more times than not I do so I kind of just go with that (laughs) but um yeah and I was I I'm I'm a a, a cisgender woman okay I'm a cisgender woman I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to make it complicated I'm a cisgender woman I identify with being a woman sometimes it's 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 a few times I don't I don't identify with being a man either like sometimes I just want to be like you know what I'm saying like I just want to I don't want to exist as either I just kind of want to just I just want to be but uh I never really if I'm being honest with you I never really even started like considering my gender or what I identify with what gender I identify the most with until like this year uh because uh I do have a boyfriend but he is very um what's the word I'm looking for? He's very flamboyant. So uh just seeing him uh kinda like step outside of his own gender norms, it kinda gave me the space to really like objectively look at what I like or what I identify with instead of just 
doing or wearing or acting certain ways because I'm a woman and that's what's expected of me. You know what I'm saying? And um, a lot of times growing up, I, I didn't like being a girl because I felt like girls had too many rules, which is very true. Girls are policed a lot more than boys and girls have to live up to... I mean, both genders have to live up to certain expectations, but... In my humble opinion, in this patriarchy, um, women have to live up to slightly more, um, no, a lot more, uh, than what's what's required what's required of a man. Um, and because growing up as a girl, I saw like I couldn't do, I couldn't chill like the boys. I couldn't relax like the boys. I had to do all this because I'm a girl. I had to talk like this because I'm a girl. I had to sit like this because I'm a girl. I can't do that because I'm a girl. Like, like that's a lot of the shit you hear as a, as a little girl growing up. Like, no, you're you're, and I'm I'm sure I'm sure boys hear the same shit. Like, no, you can't do that. That's for girls. No, you can't go here. That's for girls. No, you can't wear that. That's for girls. I'm sure y'all hear the same shit. But I'm talking about me and my perspective. So. That's why I'm more centered on women, women and women's problems because I'm a woman. I was uh, born a woman, so growing up, I felt like, damn, like I slick want to be a boy, like, cause it's just it just seems easier. It just seems like y'all have more fun, y'all shit is more cooler, y'all get more freedom to do what the fuck you want to do. Like, people not worried about your every fucking move, like when you're a girl and um. I was listening to... I'm going to butcher this a little bit because th- I watched this video a long time ago, but it, it really uh, made me think a lot. But it was a video co- from this YouTuber, Monica Hernandez. Uh, she's so great. Please go subscribe to her. Please. If you're a young... If you're a young POC, go subscribe to Monica. Seriously. If you are from 15 to fucking however old... 25 go subscribe to monica like honestly but it was a video i think it was titled why older men like younger girls something like that and uh she was talking about this woman i don't even know what the woman was i don't know if she was like a a, a, a feminist i don't know what she was but she was talking about how being a woman you have a split uh you have a split perspective of yourself and they were relating it. They were relating it to damn. Who said this? See, this is why I need to come with facts. And I'm not gonna lie. As I continue to do uh, more podcasts and get into more uh, intricate topics, I guess I'm gonna start coming with my facts because oh my god, my memory is a bitch. Like I, I remember remembering. Like, the statement that stuck out to me, but I cannot remember nothing else. Like, I know what it is, but I can't articulate it to you. Like, I I wish I just could, like, remember every... Like, I wish I had a photographic memory and I could just remember everything I fucking read, but I can't. So, I promise, I promise. If y'all keep listening and if y'all keep liking the shit that I'm doing, I'm going to come with facts. But until then, bitch, this is just for fun. You know what I'm saying? This is for fun. But um, basically, they were comparing it to, oh, I'm so mad because I learned about this shit in college, too. Like, I really should know the name of this shit, but I don't. Basically, uh, it was about, it was, it was written, was it W.E. Du Bois? I don't fucking know. It was one of those, one of those black men around that time. They was writing about how the 
American Negro has two perspectives of themselves, like themselves and themselves through the lens of white people. So yes, you know who you are as a person. Yes, you know like yourself, but but you also but you also have to live in a world where the perspective of somebody else of you heavily controls how you interact in society and it's the same with women so yes we have this perspective of ourselves like yes we can be cool chill whatever like we can be whatever characteristics we are of ourselves and know ourselves but there's always a different side of us who is watching us from the outside perspective of men and sometimes other women but mainly men like we are objectified for men so it we always are watching okay so in the in the in the video she was basically saying like there's no time that a woman is by herself like she's always being watched and i think the example she used was like a woman could be grieving at her father. I mean, I'm sorry, I said grieving. A woman could be grieving, grieving at her father's funeral, and she will still be cognizant of how she looks to other people. So that's the type of split perspective that I'm talking about. Because I may not be using the exact words I need to be using, but that's what I'm saying. Like even as she's grieving, she still has to maintain a certain presence and and outwardly and she still even during grieving even during literally bawling there's a perspective of her that has to worry about how she's being seen through the lens of somebody else's eyes same with the being black um even though you could just be enjoying your time you still have to watch and see how you're perceived by white people like because she could get ignorant real quick even if you are just even if you and your family are just having a nice barbecue and you see you see some white people circling around y'all that could go from a nice barbecue to somebody getting killed or somebody going to jail or a fire or like it's so many tragedies that happen against us so much violence that happens against us from white people in present day you have to be cognizant of that so back to being a woman and and having these two perspectives i remember like growing up and like realizing that like oh like certain things are expected of me whether or not i want to do them like certain things are required out of me from this lifetime as a woman even if I don't subscribe to those things and like feeling like just this complete and utter feeling of fucking dread because like I don't want to do this I don't want to act like this I don't want to perform in this way for whatever it is for you for 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 your parents for your spouse for a, a partner for a friend like like it, and a lot of times when people talk about being a woman and how hard it is being a woman we often do just talk about through the male gaze and through um and through um like men being objectified to men but oftentimes being a woman is is sometimes almost as hard coming from women like women look at you and expect a certain level of um 
whatever the fuck etiquette i don't know but i was watching this video actually i think this person was a um was trans or drag queen i'm not sure um and this is not like to bash them because that's not what i'm trying to do this is just a point to myself like this this is just my opinion on things and in the video they were talking about like how they don't respect women who don't keep their nails done. Like, if your nails aren't done, I'm not even going to talk to you because, bitch, you're, you're trash, whatever. And, like, literally, that was the essence of the video. That's, that's what was said in the video. And it's things like that that make me not enjoy being a woman. Because they didn't say, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to a, a bitch whose hands is dirty. They didn't say that. They didn't say that. They said, I won't talk to a bitch who nails ain't done because you don't care about yourself and you don't care about how you look. Huh? What if I just don't want my nails done? Like, like, why does it always have to be all of this extra shit to be respected and to, to have your, your dignity and humanity as a woman? Like, what the fuck do you mean? And some people may think like, no, it's not this, but no, like we have to understand that the little, the little jabs that we make or the little comments that we poke fun at, like they overall have a deeper meaning. They overall like, mm, I'm not even feeling, I'm not even going to get into that, but I just, I personally don't like that. And like me. Okay, I started getting my nails done in, like, middle school. And up until about college, I had acrylic fake nails on most of the time. Most of the time. Like, sometimes I wouldn't have them on or they wouldn't be done. But most of the time, they were on. And honest and truly, um, I stopped wearing nails because, first of all, it was kind of getting expensive and I was, I was getting unhappy with my service. Like I wasn't, I wasn't even getting the shit I want. Like I wanted IG nails. I want the intricate designs and the, this and the, that and the, that and the third. I want that. And I'm going to these nail shops and they can't even give me what the fuck I want. This was before everybody was a nail tech. Like if it was that time, maybe I could have got what I want, but I'm, I'm talking about pre COVID, pre, 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 um, uh, my beautiful black sisters picking up, them, 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 them nail brushes before that so i'm going to these nail salons and they can't give me what i want or they're giving me like butchered ass jobs of what i want and i still have to pay like these extremely outrageous prices and it just wasn't worth it to me and on top of that my nail beds was like dead like it was getting to the point where every time i got my nails done it hurt every time like excruciating pain like it felt like they was uh, you know how they have the little machine, the little filer? It felt like they was filing on my fucking, like, not even my nail bed, like, underneath my nail bed. Like, they was on finger, bitch. It, it hurt. And I, I just stopped getting it because my nail beds were, they were too weak. First of all, before I, before I stopped getting them completely, I tried to tell all of my nail technicians, like, hey, I have really, really sensitive nail beds. Like, it's, it's just nail enamel. It's just, it's not there whenever you go over it can you please just be do it gentle don't do too much don't try to shave down too much because i cannot it hurts so can or sometimes i would just ask them to like not even use that machine at all and they'll be like 
they'll be like, oh, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we have to. It's a part of the pro- process. It's not going to, your nails are going to break, da, 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 And I'll just be like, okay, whatever. And they'll do it anyway and do it. it, it it's, like, it's like you tell people that you want shit a certain way and it's like they take offense to it and do it and do what you don't want out of spite because i would say that and i swear they will go even harder with the fucking machine but whatever so i stopped i've stopped getting my nails done and i haven't been wearing nails really for like the past two years and my nail beds are strong and healthy and beautiful but like and not to compare everything to well well men don't well men don't well men don't but it's the truth because they don't and like I got to keep up with these fucking standards, but they don't. That don't make sense. If if, if we talking about everybody having respectable, respectable hands or women having respectable hands, men fingers go up inside of women. So I feel like they hands should be equally as talked about, equally as, uh, you know what I'm saying? It should be equally as managed and policed as women's nails. Like, But you see how stupid that shit sounds when I say, oh, you should police men's nails? Do y'all see how stupid that sounds? That sounds ignorant, doesn't it? To say, oh, we should police men's nails. We should, we should, we should make sure that it sounds dumb. But that's literally one of the things women have to deal with. And nails is just one thing. That's just one thing. Cause I'm black. I I know majority of the people on my podcast are black. So black being black and hair. Oh, that's that's a whole that's a whole another line of trauma. But I just want to give that nail. I just wanted to give that nail tidbit because it's stuff like that that just rubs me the wrong way and it makes me like it makes me it makes me not want to be a woman it does and getting to a certain age and seeing that like oh men are like looking at me in a sexual way because being a going from girl to teenager to woman is like really such a traumatic process because people really don't talk about it or t- well in my experience it's not getting talked about or told to you that like you know as as you get older or as as you begin to change and develop the world is going to treat you different like men are going to treat you different and not in a good way like or before i even got to that age i still i saw it like i saw how people interact i saw how people interacted with the grown women in my life when they desired them in a sexual way so even before you start that transition yourself you kind of see like how men look at women and how they view women and how they treat women and it's really really nasty like I used to hate it and that was another reason why I kind of desired to be a boy and I wanted to be a little boyish even though I did enjoy being a girl i liked having my hair done i liked wearing my skirts and my dresses and my this and my i enjoy being a girl but it was a lot of aspects of womanhood that i did not like and that i saw that made me uncomfortable or it really made me want to rebel like i don't even want to i don't let me just let me just go be a boy let me just go be a little tomboy or let me just go do this and I'm, i'm gonna sit back here you know what i'm saying and i feel like a lot of other black women could can relate to that or women in general can relate to that just kind of like want to be shielded from that um sexual uh energy that kind of gets thrown towards you as you get older but as of now like i said i do identify with being a woman but sometimes i do not and um 
I kind of like being able to, I kind of like being able to do either or. I kind of like being able to give you, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, I, I kind of like when I give, like, what is she? I don't, I don't know. But what be throwing it off for me is that I hate wearing a bra. I hate wearing bras. So, like, even if I'm giving masks, my titties is just bouncing everywhere. So, it, like, it really counteracts itself. But you you get the point sometimes i sometimes i really get hop into my man's bag and i also like i really like men's clothing like i love men's clothing i like i if i was a man i would be so fresh i really would like i would be one of the freshest niggas down i swear to god because i don't know i just like i just like men's clothing because i feel like their clothes don't focus on the body as much as women's like okay think about like bbl fashion bbl fashion is called bbl fashion because if you don't have a bbl it will not look fashionable if you like if you don't have a bbl if you don't have that body it won't look good on you it's strictly meant for them men don't really have clothes like that like and even if you are bigger yes it may be harder for you to find some nicer things but still the the structure of the clothing isn't solely based around being skin being skin tight or 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 literally like hugging your entire body or making your body look this way like it's a shirt it's just a shirt (laughs) it's just a shirt it's just a shirt and it's a nice shirt like and I, I really appreciate that. But um so yeah, I I really like men's clothing and uh another reason towards me liking men's clothing and sometimes liking to dress more um masculine presenting is because I I really don't like being perceived in a sexual uh manner from men. It just makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why. I don't know where it stems from as of t- as of today. I can't tell you like what makes me uncomfortable about it, but I just don't like it. I I, I don't like it, especially like coming from men who you like literally don't want. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm not saying if I like someone and they're sexually attracted to me i'm I'm be like ew like don't do that no it's like the randoms the old men the creeps the just the glit like i just don't like it like i wish that as a society at least as a western society we could surpass like these physical things and like really genuinely get to know people or like like have a liking or interest to somebody because of the person they are and not just based on outward appearance and even like social mobility because a lot of times like your attractiveness is like your ticket into whatever field you're working in like attractive people if we we can we can all act like it's not true but attractive people get it so much easier in life they literally get jobs for nothing i there's people in positions right now who don't deserve well i'm not gonna say don't deserve them but i'll say they got a majority for how they look and they and if they have a good personality that's that's a plus but a lot of times people people get things because of how they look and 
we don't want to say it, but it's true. But that's not even what I'm talking about. I I don't like being perceived in a sexual manner. Now I'm not again. I'm not talking about like with my partner, but like just from men in general. Like no, you like I'm a person, and I don't like it because I it, it's objectifying. I I feel objectified, and um, it kind of disgusts me. Like. It, it just it, it does it really disgusts me because men are disgusting like it's not even like like men will do some like nasty shit like me and my best friend went to a, a second line and she had her pants open like she had her button open so like they, it was enclosed but like the way men were looking at her was like so nasty like sir put your tongue up stop humping the air like you're 57 like you know what i mean like shit like that is so it makes me so uncomfortable because like even if you did like what you see you don't have to do all that and look the blatant acts that that they do like the blatant way that men act is what's disturbing to me like oh my god you really could have kept that to yourself you really could have did that in your head like you don't have like the way that you will really just like or the way that men will just like really disrespect a woman like and the argument will be well look at what she's wearing what the fuck does that mean she put on her clothes you put on your clothes nobody has their mouth open looking at you like what do you mean like she she should you should you should you should like literally like be a fucking creep because because what she's dressed like that that's your excuse oh okay 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 <laughs> okay but yeah i don't know that's my gender my gender is like uh, it's, it's a little wishy-washy and i feel like a lot of people's are so i'm not even gonna like feel bad about the shit because i be listening to non-binary people and other other people um with gender issues and to be honest like we all kind of just trying to figure this shit out together in this crazy ass american world that we live in uh and i want to talk about my sexuality so much like my sexuality i mean much much like my gender i really didn't think much about my sexuality um but when i was 15 15 or 16 i did come out i guess to my friend as being pants because i learned what pansexual was and i really like the definition like the definition was cool like okay yeah and yeah i i i resonated with that definition but somewhere along the line and i i want to say this i want to say this when i realized i was pansexual i was still in a like four or five year relationship at the time or maybe like a three-year relationship at the time with a man so like i didn't tell him i don't think i just, i think i just told my best friend because she is gay so i felt comfortable telling her but um i was still in a heterosexual relationship at that time so uh somewhere along the line i kind of just stopped like i don't know i just stopped s- saying i was pans like i didn't i never really thought about it like because i was in a relationship so it was really no reason for me to be thinking about it and so well, i thought it wasn't and i also was still only like desiring relationships with men 
So, or that's what I was going after. Um, and current, and I, I just, I just stopped. I really forgot. I really, <laughs> I really forgot. I said I was pants, and I'll tell y'all why. How I know I forgot. But I really forgot I said I was pins because I just stopped thinking about it. Like, I kind of just was like, I'm in this straight relationship, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? And when I broke up with him and I, I was single, I still didn't think about my sexuality, like, seriously. Um, and I got into another relationship. And it's the one I'm currently in now. And um, as I've been doing a lot of healing and just like taking time to unpack trauma um and shit that I kind of (laughs) suppressed shit that I kind of suppressed um as a child that's been like kind of just popping up I've started to realize that like my sexuality isn't as straight as I think it is and you would think that because I came out as pan and you know when I was 15 that I would know that but like I said, I was still entertaining entertaining and solely chasing hetero relationships. So, you know, it was it was some disconnect um between those two things. And I got into this relationship, which is still a heterosexual relationship, and I started taking uh psychedelics. <laughs> I started taking psychedelics and um among me taking psychedelics I realized like no no, I definitely like women. Like, I definitely, like, I, like, and I, I I started to realize specifically I like women when, like, I would hear other girls, uh, preferably straight girls, be like, I hate vaginas. Like, I cannot eat a vagina. I cannot look at a vagina. I cannot touch a vagina. I don't want to see a vagina. Like, I don't, I don't want to see it. And I started to, like, be like you know I don't really have a problem (laughs) I started to be like you know I don't really feel that way I don't really have a problem with it per se like it's cool you know what I mean like and like that's that's not normal like a common a common thing with straight women is they don't want to see a pussy like they don't want to see a pussy they don't want to think about a. they don't want to think about a a pussy they don't want to be too close to a pussy you know what i'm saying and that didn't really bother me like i didn't have a problem with it so then i started kind of side-eyeing myself like "Mm, no and then like uh it was some like really fine bitches on my tl like oh my god i'm talking about my tiktok tl like it was some really fine bitches and i was like bro i really i don't know i don't know but like again stuff like that i started like questioning myself and then i started like i started seeing trans men and trans women and i was like honestly bro i really don't care like (laughs) i really don't care if you look good that's all that mattered to me i don't care what 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 it is what you are what it do like i just don't care and i was talking to my best friend about it and she told me that there's a term that's called no label so as of today the term i represent (laughs) the term that resonates the most with me is no label i really don't have a label i don't know what i like i mean i know what i like but it's everything it's everything and nothing at the same time so i don't have a type i don't have um 
And this is how I know I really changed as a person because I remember even though I came out as pans, I used to say all the time, like, yeah, I'm pans, but I will still, like, marry a man. Bitch, what are you talking about? That's not pans, then. That sounds like you want to be straight. So I would say stupid shit like that, stupid ignorant shit like that. I've heard a lot of other people say shit like that, but, you know, whatever. But I would say shit like that, so clearly I wasn't committed. Now, like, of course, as of today, I see myself with the man I'm with now, but I'm saying I wouldn't limit myself to just men and if we were to separate. And me and him have had conversations about that. Uh, so, so he knows he's very aware of my sexuality I actually came out to him <laughs> I came out the closet to him um, like six months ago <laughs> and he was very supportive uh, so I really really appreciate that but one night I was high off shrooms like I said I told y'all it was psychedelics I, had, I couldn't run from the gay no more I couldn't run from the gay no more I just had to I had to let it out I had to let it out and I told him, and, you know, he laughed, and we laughed about it, and, you know, he told me he accepted me, <laughs> but it was really, really beautiful, actually, um, and I love that for us, and part of the reason why I think our relationship works so well is because we don't, we don't. I mean, and to be honest, before I say this, we still do, I still do have a lot of gender norms in my head because, like, they've been placed, literally instilled, indoctrinated in me since I was a literal fetus. Um, When I came out of the coochie, I was put in a pink blanket, like, since I was a literal child, so I'm still working to unlearn a lot of them, as, as he is as well. But we don't hold nearly as much weight on gender norms as most people our age do or just people in America. Like, we just don't care. Uh, We don't care as much. And because he expresses himself in the way that he does, he kind of had no choice but to, like, like, basically realize that these gender norms are made up and they're stupid and like anybody could do anything or anybody could wear anything because he's he's straight let me not let me not put my babes on here my man is straight but uh he does like to wear clothes that would be considered like for women you know like but it's a it's a it's a piece of fabric it, what the fuck do you mean it's for a woman you know what i mean like like really listen to how stupid this shit sounds the same with the nails like so so you're not gonna respect somebody because they don't have their nails done <coughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna let that man wear that piece of fabric because it's for a woman it's just stupid shit like and it's crazy that this is the shit that we argue and fight about and discuss on a daily basis because it really doesn't matter to each his own if a man want to wear a dress if a woman want to sag, like, it really doesn't matter who gives a fuck. It's, it's so mundane. Like, <laughs> it does not matter. But, yeah. So, my sexuality is no label. And I'm really comfortable with that as of right now. So, yeah. I don't know. This, feel, this, this, this feels really freeing. It really does. Um... But that's all I got to say about my own uh, sexuality and gender.
Next, I wanted to talk about the gender binary, in which is basically that there are two genders, which is male and female. And um, I wanted to talk about how in America we follow a gender binary. So we believe that there's only a male and a female. And back in the day, back in the, back in the day when things were cool. If you know that song, you're a go. If you know that song, y'all probably couldn't even hear what I said for real. But if you know that song, you lit. But um, yeah, like I'm talking about like back in I'm talking about pre-colonialism, pre-colonization. There were tribes in Africa that had more than just male and female genders. So the male and female gender is not the only gender that is what we're taught that is the science we're taught that is um white history (laughs) that is white um white history is not true it doesn't make sense um even like there's intersex people there's people born with both genitalia what are they not people like it's just like i said it's it's, i don't know a lot of the shit that we like believe or like are is taught in the west is so stupid it's actually dumb like and and you you know it's dumb because as a kid it's so many contradictions like think about this as a child if you're able to be like as a child as a child if you're able with that with whatever childhood brain you got if you're able to hear some shit and be like that don't even sound right it probably isn't right like it probably isn't right same within the church if you're sitting if you're if you were sitting in church as a little kid like this shit don't even make no sense for real it's because it don't make no sense for real like like we need to start sticking with our gut and we need to start listening to our children because the shit that we be doing around here is really weird and it's really backwards as fuck like and because we're taught that from like day one we don't even know a life outside of there being more than two genders like you can't even begin to comprehend that because you never questioned it yeah that's really all i had to say about gender binaries Uh, i just wanted to say like there's there there were more than two genders even even in fucking india like all across the world there's other religions with more than two genders like so america knew it i don't know i really don't fuck with america like i don't fuck with america i don't fuck with america i don't fuck i don't fuck with america because America is literally the youngest fucking country. Now listen, listen, listen. And it's crazy that our our like whole um propaganda is America's the best country in the world. We're the youngest. We're the baby. So here we are listening to science centering gender and 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 um gender fuck even uh evolution the 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 american theory of evolution is scary bitch i didn't come from no monkey bitch you might have came from a monkey bitch you might have came from a caveman bitch but i didn't come i didn't come from i didn't come from the ice age out of ice i wasn't a cave woman that's i didn't i didn't i didn't 
I wasn't a monkey mutation. That's not my, <laughs> that's not my history. That may have been y'all's for sure. No doubt. Cool. But that's not my history. Like, cause now I feel like you're trying to be funny. You got this white ass lady in my face telling me I came from a monkey. Like, no, come on. Be for real right now. And they used to be dead ass serious. Like we came from monkeys, bitch. Who is we? We, 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 bitch. This is America. This is not Paris, bitch. Just chill out with all that. We, we shit. Like it's weird as fuck. So here we are listening to 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 the to this baby ass country and, and these baby ass institutions about science, gender, evolution, and all this other shit that do not make any fucking sense. It don't make no sense. Not to me. If it makes sense to you, cool. I don't come trying to tell me about the shit though, because I don't care. Like you like the shit we learn in our schools in our universities even like harvard yale these institutions are very young please know that the people who was writing these books were from like two maybe i'll I'll even be generous maybe 300 years ago it's just only the 1700s that's only the 1700s christopher columbus came here in the 1400s supposedly we were slaves from the 1600s to the 1800s. Some of these schools popped up in the 1700s. Okay, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. That's, that's 400 years. The world was moving. The economy was flowing before America was founded. It was education. It was science. <laughs> like it, it was other things going on outside of the American sphere. Outside of what these white men was saying in these white institutions like it was other shit going on so i just don't like it's all stupid to me to be honest with you i don't respect any of these systems any of these uh policies any of these governments any of these institutions say what you want i don't i don't respect them like i really don't and 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 and, and the more that you dig and do your history the more you'll realize all of these institutions are rooted in racism like all of them all of them are rooted in racism and white supremacy and here you are advocating for a school where the founders were literally studying eugenics to get rid of your black ass but that's neither here nor there if you still want to rep them cool whatever but that's you know what i'm saying it don't make no sense like really do like do some actual do some actual digging. Do some actual digging. It's not that hard to find. Do some actual digging. But yeah, gender binaries, boo, gender norms. Uh oh, that's what else I want to say about gender norms. The practice of same sex marriages was documented in more than forty pre colonial African societies. I'm gonna say that one more time. The practice of same-sex marriage was documented in more than 40 pre-colonial African societies. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. If you're black and homophobic, you're ignorant. You're, you're really dumb. Because your people was never on this type of wave. Your people was never on this judge, okay? This is not your judge. It's not your judge. Uh... Yeah, next I wanted to talk about being black and being gay because um, my black queer folk 
just they go through a lot they go through a lot they go through so much discrimination um black gay people and black uh trans people go through so much discrimination and honestly murder like the violence that (coughs) the violence that um black gay and trans people face is outstanding and even within our own communities the violence they face is like tremendous it's ridiculous and um we need we need more advocates fighting for for their lives fighting for their respect fighting for their equality like i don't understand like and this is what i need y'all to understand treating people as if they're not human is some white shit it's some white supremacist shit because whether or not they're gay whether or not they're trans whether or not like it doesn't matter they're a human fucking being and that's why again i don't like shit like the comment i made earlier where like if you don't have your nails then i won't respect you i'm a human bitch maybe my pockets is on e right now you gonna do it for me and that's what i say to anything anytime anybody has anything to say about anyone are you as as vocal as you are about your disdain to it will you be as ready to provide that for that person so because you can be so vocal and say well i don't like that i don't like that you don't have your nails done are you still gonna be that same person that's willing to be like well let me get your nails done babe let me let me let me let me let me get you right real quick let me are you gonna do that no no most people just talk shit like but back to back to the back to the back to the violence that gay black and queer people are facing and trans people are facing why would you not respect somebody or at least treat them like a human because they're gay no i i'm i it didn't pause i just i'm just trying to find the answer because what the fuck like what the fuck are you really talking about right now like why do you care i'm sorry like i was i've to be honest with y'all it might sound like i just be rambling in my podcast but like i've been feeling this way since a jit bro since a child like i've been feeling this way like shit just did not make sense to me and like the the way people act did not make sense to me the rules and regulations did not make sense to me like so I got like 22 years of just pent up frustration that I have to get out because it does not make sense to me. What really, what reason do you really have to be hurtful or disrespectful or inhumane to somebody because they're gay? Do you know how gay it is to be in gay people business? No, really. Like, no, really. Do you know how gay it is for you? a so-called straight person to be in gay people business that's so gay to me when when they was talking about like can gay people get married can gay people, why do why can't they why are you so worried about what they can and can't do why that's a little fruity like for real that's a little fruity because when i was on my straight ish bitch i wasn't like i'm not saying i didn't care because i always been an advocate but what is you getting what is you getting hard down mad for that that she gay that he gay like that don't even make sense you mad because you can't do it like what what, what, what's the problem 
it don't make sense to me. And I'm 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 gonna tie this into what I'm talking about last because that whole fighting for gay marriage shit. I'm telling y'all that it was rooted in eugenics and racism. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all because a lot of times we be sitting here wondering like why can't these laws get passed or like what's the problem? What's the real root of it? The real root of it is racism. The real root of it is uh, white supremacy and them trying to create uh, the the white Aryan race and like literally like do you, y'all realize white people are a minority, right? Y'all realize that, right? You realize all these abortion laws is because their population is dwindling, right? You realize that almost every mass shooter this month has been talking about manifestos and talking about how the population of the white race is dying off and how they need to start taking action to increase numbers. And that's the so-called reason why they're shooting up black schools and kids and like, like, like this shit. I'm not making this shit up. It sounds crazy, but it's real fucking life. Like, this is really what they're doing. Like, this is really the reason. And when you don't know what the reason is, it seems like it's just utter chaos. Like, when you don't understand that they're they're doing this for a reason or they have a message or they have some type of, of purpose or that all this violence does have some type of purpose, it's, it just seems like chaos. It seems like, oh, my God, the world's ending. But no. All this, this shit is a game. It's a checkerboard, bitch, and you need to get... Matter of fact, it's not a checkerboard, bitch. It's chess, bitch, and you need to get on. You need to get on because they're not just shooting up schools for the fuck of it. They're not just writing manifestos for the fuck of it. They're not just getting rid of abortions and birth control laws for the fuck of it. It's not for the fuck of it. It's for a, it's for a very big reason. Lock in. That's all I'm going to say. Lock in. Lock the fuck in. But anyways. Defend black, gay, trans, queer people. They need help. They need support. And it starts with you. It starts with you speaking up. It starts with you not letting your fucking man say that homophobic shit. Because a lot of black women, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but y'all be letting a lot of shit slide, duh. And black women, y'all self be straight cis black women, y'all be saying a lot of shady shit, a lot of weird ass shit, especially the trans women. Y'all be saying a lot of weird shit. Get it together, babes. It's not cute. It's not cute. It's not cute. And you look crazy as fuck, okay? But yeah, y'all be letting y'all man get away with being very homophobic. It's not cute. Get that together. Matter of fact, leave that man. You ain't that desperate for a man. It's plenty of them out here. Leave that man. You don't want to be with no homophobic ass man. What if your child come out gay? Now he don't like your child. Now he ain't got no children. Leave that fucking man. Leave that funky ass man. And you yourself stop being homophobic. And just because your hair stylist is gay or trans or whatever the fuck don't mean that you're not homophobic. Because a lot of y'all say some very, very, very hurtful shit to people that you claim to be your friends or your acquaintances. So get it the fuck together. Now, it's 2022. Like, I shouldn't even have to say shit like this. It's, it's, it's quite lame. Quite ugly of you. 
anyways next 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 i wanted to talk about the history of gender fluidity but um i really don't have much to say as of right now like i said i don't i don't be coming with facts so everything i would just be saying is just my own personal opinion um i do believe in gender fluidity which is basically what i was talking about earlier like i don't i don't always identify with being a woman i don't always identify with um things that are inherently seen as for women all the time but yeah i don't i I might get into it another time i don't know because really this is just like a little a little episode like i could really we could really dig into it but i want i i would rather have some more gay queer trans people here to talk with me about the problems than just solely me speaking for them or about them like i i would rather have a conversation uh and hear some more firsthand accounts of shit than just pulling 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 so i think i'm gonna do another episode because like i said my best friend is gay so she does have a very different perspective um i mean not different but like she i feel like she just has a better perspective than me per se so i may make another episode i don't know y'all gotta let me know though um but the last thing i want to talk about on this episode was how racism and what i'm sorry (laughs) how racism white supremacy and eugenics is all rooted in homophobia and um and like i said before same-sex marriages were found in pre-colonial africa um multiple genders were found in other parts of the world i don't just want to solely talk about africa because this shit is really global like and i think when you really put it into that perspective hopefully it can start to open people's eyes that it's not just like oh like lgbtq like oh america pride like it's not just that like these they these beliefs surpass western history babes like they surpass it okay it's not like a oh this is some new like i i know some people um be talking about like non-binary being some like new shit it's not new babes it's not new there there were technically non-binary gods in some religions like get it together get it together that's what i'm saying we're so ignorant out here in america learn educate yourself before you open your fucking mouth please god damn i swear (coughs) i hear some of the most ignorant shit from my own people it breaks my little heart but i refuse to laugh and dance along with ignorance no babes you got to get it together you got to get it together you have to get it together okay you have to we are not white we're not white people okay this is not how we act this is not how we behave have some fucking decorum okay seriously seriously have some fucking decorum oh i'm sorry i just i really do see like so much like i don't i don't pay attention to white uh gay people but in my own communities i see so much nasty shit getting said and happening to gay and queer people and it breaks my fucking heart because it's just ignorance and hate getting spewed out unnecessary hate you hate gay people more than you hate these racist motherfuckers that don't make sense to me that don't make sense to me you got more to say 
about somebody being gay or trans than you do about a motherfucker that's lynching people or literally shooting up a fucking school filled with black children targeting black supermarkets come on now get your fucking priorities together but anyway back to what i was saying how racism eugenics and white supremacy is rooted in homophobia let's get into it so in the early 20th century a lot of leading white americans american intellectuals uh embraced the pseudo science of eugenics basically like if you don't if you didn't get what i just said uh, basically what hitler was over there doing yeah yeah excuse me i'm not cutting it out basically what hitler was over there doing uh-huh mm-hmm. with the holocaust trying to breed a superior aryan race yes 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 um um, um 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 not to mention not to mention because uh america's funny in school, I remember them painting um, Germany out to look so, so bad. Like, oh my God, do you see this? A lot of times people will compare the Holocaust to slavery. So they tried to make the Holocaust seem like it was just some bottom of the barrel type shit. But the real tea is uh, the U.S. gave shelter, refuge, jobs of position of power to a lot of war criminals and nazis a lot of them more than you would fucking think uh more than you would think and when i say they gave shelter and jobs i mean jobs i'm talking about like i'm not saying just american leading intellectuals yeah they was giving former nazis some very big positions of power in our army and in our military and in our government our political systems like a lot of shit they 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 was they was they was in cahoots with them bitches okay so don't think for a second we're any better if they was if they had the same theory of eugenics over there and they came here and we all they was already america was our europeans was already on go with that shit you're Look, I'm getting too deep. Anyways, they gave a lot of shelter to war criminals from from uh, the Holocaust. So yeah, whatever. Uh, and they basically were saying that a lot of Americans in the early if they said 20th century, but bitch, the real T is, bitch. Since America was formed, it was it, it was trying to be white. Like it was trying to be. What are they called? It's not Pilgrim. What was it called? Plymouth, I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah. Puritan, I was trying to think of Puritan, uh, Puritan, Puritanism, whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, that whole Puritanism shit, um, yeah, is basically like eugenics, and it was eugenics coded a different way. So, I'm gonna talk about this one specific man because this is who I read up on, and his name was Arl. Uh, let me see, Arl W. Schufeldit, Schufeldit. Shoe felt it. I don't know, but guess what? We gonna call him R W because bitch, I'm not finna mispronounce that shit all day. But but look, do that not sound German? Do that not sound? Do that name not sound German? R W Schufdit. Shoot, I don't fucking know. Y'all, it sounds German though. R W was a noted doctor with the U.S. Army and a prolific author of eugenics. His first book was written in 1907, and it was called The Negro, A Menace to American Civilization. 
<laughs> the following book was called Maya. Maya. This was a noted doctor within the U.S. Army. This man was a noted doctor with the U.S. Army. In his first book, written in 1907, was The Negro, A Menace to American Civilization. Okay, next. His next book, which came out in 1915, I think, was America's Greatest Problem, The Negro. <laughs> he really just he really just rewrote this the same shit. But he basically, in that second book, he basically talked about how a black woman's only goal was to uh, have sex and have children, bear children with a white man because those children produced would be lighter skinned Negroes and would look out for the uh, the lifestyle of lighter skinned and, and eventually darker skinned Negroes, which I mean, Loki, he was in line, but whatever bitch shut the fuck up um because because whether black women were trying to do that or not y'all were literally raping them so like let's not act like like, like, let's talk about that what like anyway so yeah he was saying that black women's only goal in life was to make and have children with a white man to ultimately defame not defame but um to ultimately water down the white race and like get mixed racing involved to help push the political and economical status of black people and hurt the white race that's literally what he was talking about like and that's why i don't have no that look this is the type of shit that this is the reason why i don't have a problem saying i don't like white people i said it in the first episode and what this is like the sixth i think i didn't i think i did not said it for a long enough time I don't like white people. Y'all will not make me feel bad for not liking white people. Can't nobody make me feel different about white people. I said what I said and it is what it is. I don't care. Like, you let me know what black person got a book called (laughs) The Caucasian, America's Greatest Problem. Like, no. Like, this shit is real. And I really don't like them. And I really will die on that hill. Anyways. So, yeah, that was his second book. And um, to protect whiteness, he had fought on bans of interracial marriages and um, other things like that. I, I, I didn't see. I brought a little facts, y'all. I got a little facts. I know I ain't got that many facts, but I got a little facts. But, yeah, he um he was fighting for bans on interracial marriages and other shit relating to... Um, racial mixing amongst white and black people he just he just fought really hard to police all that um and also while he was studying the importance of not mixed racing and keeping uh eugenics and white supremacy alive he also started to study queerness and homosexuality as a perversion he believed he could uh, prevent queer people in the same way that he could prevent racial mixing by policing heterosexuality this was another way to protect the white race through controlled breeding to rw black people were an external threat to whiteness and queer people were an internal threat he also cultivated a kind of moder- medicalized medical medicalized homophobia 
I'm not saying that word right, huh? He produced a kind of medicalized, I think that's right, medicalized homophobia that simultaneously taught people about homosexuality and that it was a perversion. So because um, in school, in the American public system, we're learning about male, female, uh, and we're only taught about heterosexuality and heterosexual relationships, that's all people really knew about even though of course of course it was always gay and queer and trans people throughout american history it's just what was taught and what was socially known by the masses was male female heterosexuality so when he did introduce homophobia homophobia and um homosexual relationships he introduced it in a light to which it would already be seen as a perversion as i said he um he shown it he had gave it some type of medical diagnosis so when people did learn about homophobia it was automatically learned that it was a disease or it was something to get rid of it was something not to be proud of it was something that was a problem and we are going to medicalize you and we're going to have all these treatments for you and uh, i didn't think i didn't talk about this i should have because it's so scary but um the medical trauma in history the violence that was done to queer gay trans people throughout american history is disgusting like the treatments the conversion camps everything like when you really start to learn about what the fuck they were doing to these people the lobotomies do y'all know what a fucking lobotomy is go look it up i'm not gonna talk to you about it but go look up what the fuck a lobotomy is they were giving lobotomies to gay people they were fucking doing shock therapy to gay people the conversion camps were literal hells like please go learn about this shit because it's truly disgusting like it's really sickening but um that was like him and his medical diagnosis of homophobia was the start to all that violence done to gay trans people within medical institutions uh it's ridiculous yeah um uh, i don't even know what else to say (laughs) that's really that i don't i didn't have a lot to say about the racism and eugenics and shit i just wanted y'all to like know that like it's rooted in racism like it it's not it's not about christianity it's not about none of that it's not about god they rewrote the bible like they literally rewrote the bible and you can feel how you want to feel about it but they rewrote the fucking bible so it's not about a religion it's not about going to heaven or hell it's not about any of that it's about racism it's about eugenics and it's about white supremacy that's it that's all let it let the shit go let the shit go why would a the, a God that preaches love teach you to hate your neighbor for loving somebody else? That don't make no sense. And like I keep saying throughout this episode, if it don't make sense, it's probably because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, that's just all the shit. All the shit boils down to it being literally dumb. Like, literally not making any fucking sense. And like having you question your own reality and what the fuck is going on in this world. Because everybody's saying this is the norm and it doesn't feel normal everybody's saying this is the norm this is the norm this is the norm and it doesn't fucking feel normal it feels quite weird actually but that's all i had to say 
on that subject that's it that's all the last thing i wanted to talk about on here was how black people have always pushed and advocated for lgbtq plus rights um hold up i had another article y'all i did a little research i had to i had to have i had to have some type of tea you know what i'm saying i had to have i had to have some type of tea for y'all but i i swear next time let me not say next time just in general i'm gonna start coming with um i'm gonna start coming with harder harder facts and harder statistics so most of black um gay activists uh is that please i i don't i don't want to keep saying lgbtq plus activists that's a lot of words so i'm gonna just say pride okay so um a lot of black and other poc uh, pride activists were like removed from the fight for liberation for equality um and the whole movement kind of just got whitewashed like you really only see white people (laughs) on pride stuff or like talk like in the like pictures and shit like but truly and honestly it was black and brown people who really um led the way for this these these movements and this liberation um so i'm just i'm gonna read a little bit from this article but the first lgbtq plus pride was the commemoration of the one-year anniversary of the stonewall riots which served as a catalyst for the lgbtq plus movement for civil rights in the united states and around the world 52 years ago in the early hours of june 28 1969 new york police violently raided the stonewall Inn, a popular gay bar and hauled off employees and patrons majority of whom were black and brown the raid led to six days of protest, largely led by black LGBTQ plus women. It was reported that Storm Delivery, I don't, oh, I hate fucking up people's names, bro. But let's just call her Stormy, I'm sorry. Storm Delivery, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. Because I know I'm getting it wrong. Because it looks like it spells so pretty. But Stormy, Storm Delivery. A gay rights activist and male impersonator threw the first punch at the riot. Marsha P. Johnson was an activist and self-identified drag queen who advocated for trans people, homeless people, sex workers, people living with HIV, AIDS, and incarcerated people. She led protests and riots demanding civil rights for gay people in the days following the raid on Stonewall. Together with Sylvia Rivera, who at only who at only 70 years old was already a seasoned activist with the black liberation movement johnson found this street transvestite oh johnson i didn't want to say that <laughs> well, i'm gonna say it because you know that's the name but johnson found this street transvestite action revolutionary star in 1970 to provide safety and shelter to homeless lgbtq plus youth another leader in the stonewall riot miss major griffin gracie went on to direct the transgender gender variant and intersex justice justice project a san francisco non-based profits <sighs> today groups like reclaim pride coalition in the home of the stonewall and are attempting to reclaim the movement's original purpose <clears throat> corporations have increasingly used their money to influence pride marches but such corporate corporate presence or rainbow twitter handles without corresponding police 
policies support is a facade for lack of institutional change. Despite recent victories at the Supreme Court for employment law, junior and non-supervisory staff still struggle to live openly in their workplace for fear of reprisal or being passed over for the promotion. One in five trans people are denied housing applications and one in 10 are evicted because of their gender identity. Trans women still report disproportionate harassment and brutalization by police. Queer youth are overly incarcerated and on the inside, 50% of gay and bisexual boys and 9% of lesbian and bisexual girls report adult staff engaging them in sexual contact. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, and trans- transgender people have been and continue to be the center of black, of black and indigenous and other people of color's movements. Queer folk of color have intersecting identities that make studying their experiences deeply meaningful for their entire community. Pride Month is a celebration of our progress, but must also be an acknowledgement of the work that still needs to be done. Pure. Pure, that was a great... Um, article it was more things in the article but i kind of just want to touch on those topics um and basically reiterate that like if you're black and homophobic you need to get it together and have some fucking decorum that's not true is this who we are is this what we represent <laughs> like for real be an ally support your children if they're gay support your nieces and your nephews if they're gay let your kids and your and your nieces and nephews know that it's fine it's okay let them have the ability let them have the ability in the space to express themselves fully not only what you like not only what you think is okay not only what you'll tolerate but to actually let them be as open and as free as they want and that's all i have to say because i i think this episode is pretty long and i don't want to make it any longer but i definitely will do another episode on lgbtq plus things because there is still so much that i didn't say there's still so much that i didn't even begin to touch on that needs to be discussed but hopefully next time i can have a guest with me if not i'll just do my research and come you know even more prepared but i would really really like to have a a conversation with um really a group of people i would i would prefer a group but i don't know how soon that'll be coming so i don't know but yeah that's all for this episode i had a great time Uh, i learned a lot about myself as per usual and uh, i feel really good in this episode off which i needed a a a a more cheery episode after that last one because if you listen to the last episode like and you heard the last like five minutes i was dead ass serious like i was not playing so I needed something a little a little less well I don't know this 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 topic was still very heavy but because I got some of my own things out about myself and my gender and my sexuality I feel a little more uh, at peace within but that's all for now thank you so much for listening I I didn't have like a steady stream of listeners 
since I started the podcast and I really, really do appreciate it so much. And can y'all please leave some comments or something? Because I want to hear back from y'all. I keep saying that. Wherever you listen to me at, please drop a comment. Also, I post all the podcast episodes on my YouTube channel if you don't have, you know, if you don't listen to podcasts on apps. So don't forget about that. Um, That's it. Love you guys. Bye.